So I had a really good uh, discussion with Aaron yesterday. And one of the things that he's really been missing, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I bet you're missing it as well. And that's your market dominating position. So one of the things that we're going to work on that we, that we need to understand is the market dominating position. Okay, the market dominating position. It's also you called a USP or a unique selling proposition. I'm gonna tell you, and I want you to hear this, there is a bunch of gurus out there that will tell you that your USP is irrelevant today. I'm going to say that's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. Totally, completely unacceptable. Your MDP or your USP, and I'm going to use MDP because it, it, it gives it more weight and actually informs you more of what it does. Okay, your market dominating position. What does that mean to you? What should that mean to you? Your MDP tells the public, tells your clients what it is about you, what it is about your company that causes you to stand out. When executed properly, your MDP should clearly, absolutely show you to be the best possible choice for your client above any and everything else, including doing, doing nothing. nothing. So if you're, if you're MDP, your market dominating position is done properly, again, this shows you to be the absolute best choice, not just for your industry, not just for what you do, but including doing absolutely nothing. And a lot of people, if they're confused, what do we say? A confused mind never buys. So if, you're, if your message, if your marketing message is not crystal clear, you're going to find that you are getting poor results in your marketing. Once you can determine, once you've brainstormed with us, once we've done deeper dives, once you do research on your competition, right? And we start doing testing and we test out, we do literally A-B tests. Everybody's, everybody is clear on what an A-B test is, right? Okay, A-B test is you test one heading against a different heading, same type of ad. The ad that has the best response now becomes your control. Once you have your control in place and you prove that the control is effective in doing what it's supposed to do, headlines do what? Headlines grab attention. So once you have an effective headline that's grabbing attention, We'll use that one as your control, and then we will attempt to find a better control. This is how you do A-B testing. 
So let's just say the first ad is the best one. The second one comes in lower. We throw away the second one. We keep the first one and we try number three. Number three outperforms number one. So you pitch number one and now number three is your control. Does that make sense? You guys with me? Okay. Now it takes a it takes a very little bit of money and a very little bit of effort to do A-B split testing. Once you have it ironed out and you go, okay, we're running with number three. Number three is the best, right? And then you start increasing your marketing. Now that you have proven out that your MDP, your market dominating position has been refined, it's been tuned, it's been reworked. And we know that this is the best one for you at this time. Now, I will also caution you that when you find a really good control, you as the business owner will want to tweak it. You will want to change it. You will want to do different things because you are bored with it. Dan Kennedy showed uh, one ad that had been running consistently, effectively for 42 years. They made zero changes in 42 years with the exception of phone number and address. Everything else was exactly the same ad for 42 years. He said, why would you mess with it if it works? For every dollar you spent, he was getting almost $100 in, in business at a high gross profit. He goes, that's, that's an amazing control. That's an amazing ad. And it ran every month, every month, every month, every month, every month, every month. That's how you have it. When you get it dialed in that it's perfect, you as the business owner must, you must, absolutely resist the urge to tweak it. <laughs> now, that's not to say you don't continue to try A-B split testing. But remember, if you're going to run an advertising campaign, if you're going to do a split test, you want to do it with maybe $50 or $20 or $100 in ad spend. You're going to do a, a minute, very small amount of testing. Okay, and you're going to do this can consistently and you'll try one, two, three, four, five, six. You may try six or seven different different headlines, six or seven different ad looks. You may try, we, we may try a number of different things. But man, once you get it dialed in, you keep running it until it stops working. And while you're still running it and it's continuing to work, I would recommend at that point attempt to find a better control. But again, if you're spending $10,000 and you're getting $150,000 worth of return, I wouldn't tweak it too much, but I would certainly A-B split test it with a $20 bill here, a $50 bill here, right? To make sure that what it is that you're doing is, you know, you know again, we, we'll go back to, to numbers. If you're getting 150000 based on 10,000, that's a pretty good return, right? 
But if you're spending $20 to do the same math, you should get like $300 in return. And if you're not getting that, if you, maybe you're getting $100, well, that's not a good return. I mean, it's not a good control. So you wouldn't bump it and change it. You guys with me? Is that making sense to you? So the market dominating position, really, it tells your prospects, it tells your customers what it is that sets you apart from all of your competitors, from all of the people out there that are doing the same thing. Ricardo, here's, here's, here is an MDP that I'd like you to think about. And this will be for the handyman. Not only do we do handyman services, we run the school that teaches people to be handyman. Holy crap. That's pretty good, I think. And say right? it's the only one in the country. Yeah. We, we run the only handyman school in the country. Wow. I don't know. I mean, there's nobody else that can say that. That's a pretty darn good USP. That's a pretty good market dominating position. There is nobody else in the United States that can say such a thing. How would that position you? I just want you guys to think, right? How would that position, if you could come up with such an amazing, like for me, I'm not just a certified technician. I've actually been to Washington and helped rewrite the tests that people take to become certified. There's nobody else in here that can say that. There's, there's no other shop owner in the state of Texas that has been to Washington for ASE and rewrote the, te the, the tests. That's a pretty darn good market dominating position. What does that do? Does that, does that show me as an expert for my industry or does that show me as somebody who might could do a good job right to me i mean it's 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 the expert not not only am i doing the work not only am i running the business i'm writing the tests that people have to take to become certified this is unheard of unprecedented clearly a market dominating position Works great, by the way, in videos or radio ads. So how do we take what you do? How do we take what makes you unique? And how do we position it so that because you do that, people would be foolish not to do business with you? This is, this is your growth work. This is what I want you to work on. See, just because it's a holiday and Thanksgiving, don't think you're going to get off easy, right? I want you to work on this over the weekend. Most places are closed Thursday. Everybody's closed Thursday except the 7-Eleven and some grocery stores. Um, all of you are closed on Thursday. I'm closed on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I am going to be working on a number of things, including helping you to come up with, right, 
better ways to test your MDP, better ways to split test, better ways to uncover the gem that, that is you, right? See, once, once, once we get to that point, now what we're going to do is we're going to explode. We're going to start really cranking up some numbers for you. Now, some people say they don't need increased business. Some people say they just want it. But I think that if a business isn't growing, it's dying. That's my belief. And I don't want to be around any dead asses. So I want everybody's business to grow. I want it lit up. I'm so excited right now about what we're doing. I, I, I'm really trying to keep my, my voice calm and keep my demeanor intact because I'm on fire. I am on fire. I believe that in our December meeting, we'll have at least two new mastermind members to join us. Um, I'm in conversations with uh, two of them currently and possibly two more. So I'm really pumped because of what we can do today. The, what we can provide is pretty fascinating. So in your MDP, let's go back to that. I want you to, here's an example that, that, that really, uh, I, wish that, I wish that we still had phone books. Does anybody have a phone book? An old, old phone book, like from 10 years ago? Maybe we can go to the library and pick one up. What I really, what I, what I was amazed at many years ago was I was looking at my Yellow Pages ads and every freaking Yellow Page ad for the auto, auto repair business said the same darn things. We fix cars. We're really good at it. We provide, we use quality parts. Our technicians are qualified. Wouldn't you hope so? I mean, really? You take, we take MasterCard and Visa. Well, doesn't everybody? But yet people put it in their marketing. To me, it's a, it should be a foregone conclusion that you use good parts, that you hire qualified people, that you take credit cards, that you offer towing, that you have road service. I mean, in my business, it's a foregone conclusion. You should have that. Why don't you have that? So what sets us apart? What we do is A, B, C, D, right? I want you to come up with at least three positive things, at least three that you do that act as the solution for the pain that your prospects have. Because your prospects are in fact in pain. And once you find out what that is, I want you to come up with three positive things that address 
or act as the solution to the pain that your customer or the pain that your prospect is experiencing. This is huge. And then what we're going to work to do is we're going to figure out how we can say it that's even more elegant and more convincing, right? We'll all do some brainstorming. It'll take a little time. It's okay, right? But the thing is, in today's world, anybody that has a cell phone and a laptop can call themselves an expert on anything with, with some exceptions, like in the state of Texas, you have to be licensed to do air conditioning. You have to be licensed to do plumbing. Well, believe it or not, you do not have to be licensed for auto repair. And also you have to be licensed for pest control. You have to be licensed as an attorney. You have to be licensed as a chiropractor. Auto repair, not so much. $100,000 automobile bearing down the road at 60 miles an hour and some gay who, who has no training is able to work on it. The owner is able to work on it himself. Unbelievable. Really. Why would you want to save a little bit of money and put yourself in such a dangerous, precarious situation? when you're not properly trained and you don't have the equipment or the tools to make a proper repair. Now, that's a little soapbox. I don't want to get into that. Uh, I do want to make sure that what we're looking at, what you are looking at is your research, your growth work is to know what are the pains that your clients or your prospects are experiencing regarding what it is that you do. The more accurately you can articulate those, the more accurately you can describe it, the more effective you can work on your market-dominating position. The more effective your market-dominating position is, the more your business will begin to grow exponentially. And this is what we're looking for. We're called business builders. We're not business stagnators or business killers. We are business builders. So we're going to start growing your business. We want you to be able to articulate why you are the best choice for your prospect above any and every other choice, including the choice of doing nothing. I had, I had a great conversation with, uh, with a fellow on Monday, big firm, very big firm. Uh, he is, he is uh, going to be a, a private client of ours. He, he, they do like $20 million a year. And uh, I asked him the same question. I said, what is it that separates your firm from every other firm out there that's doing that. And he looked at me and his eyes got really big and he said, I don't have the answer to that. Huh? You, my friend, have growth work. <laughs> 
So don't think that it's just you. $20 million a year company, 80 employees, same problem. This is why we have confused consumers. This is why sales can stagnate. People have money. They've been sitting on a ton of cash. They are ready for you. They are ready to spend money with you. And they're ready to spend money with you right now. Are you ready for the avalanche? Are you ready to accept what's coming? If not, we need to work a little harder, a little faster. I have another, we have another client. He's part of the business builder intensive. And he said, well, you know, I, I, I stopped working at four o'clock. I mean, I'm pretty done by four o'clock. I only work Monday through Thursday and half day on Friday. I said, when you want to get serious about growing your business, you won't even know there's a clock in the freaking building. And you damn sure won't be shutting down before it's time for dinner. Okay. And you may miss dinner because you, you will be so focused. See, I know Steve is focused like this. I know that for a fact. I call I, I send a, a ping at eight o'clock at night. Some bitch answers me immediately because he's working. He's trying to grow his business. See, I, to, I totally get that. This guy's like, well, man, I'm tired at four o'clock. Okay. Okay. I remember my first part-time job working four and a half days a week. Are you kidding? <laughs> Laura and I used to joke. Here we are. We're these amazing entrepreneurs. We finally got to where we are only working half days from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> because we didn't know to delegate. You see, there's the difference. We didn't have the cash flow to delegate. And when you don't have the cash flow, you must learn to do things yourself, even when it's not the highest and best use of your time. The truth of it is, the quicker you get to delegate, the quicker you get to grow. The more you delegate, the more you grow. Your ability, your ability to grow is directly related to your ability to delegate. For many years, people go, you're the only shop I've ever seen that has a parts department. Yep. Why do I do that? Well, I take a large chunk of money out of my pocket. And I want you to be really clear. The money that your company pays, whose money is it? It's not the company's money. It's your money. You're taking money out of your pocket, away from your family, and you're paying people to do a job. And in doing so, you get a bit of freedom. I'm happy to buy my freedom. It's called delegation. At some point, you will have, you must have the cash flow to support proper delegation. And the more that you can delegate, the more cash flow you'll create. The more cash flow you create, the more you can delegate. It's a beautiful system especially when used properly. And why do we hire? We hire for two reasons. 
well, three, if you add the third one, the first one is to do the jobs you cannot do. Second, like I can't do accounting. I'm not the person to do accounting. Not at all. Laura is the person who loves to do the accounting. Put me in a lot of different positions. Accounting is definitely not one. I hire an accountant. Two, to do the things I no longer want to do. I do not want to work on cars. If you see me with a tool in my hand, it better be a pen. I don't know where you can see that. That's my best tool right there. Okay? Better be a pen. And three, the third reason is to delegate, which falls into item number one or number two, because either you can't do it or you don't want to do it. And that's you delegate and you get your freedom. So market dominating position, your growth work is we are not unlike them. What we do is ABC and replace ABC with at least three things that separates you from all of your competitors, from all of your competition. And then we will come in and we will work on it to make it even more elegant and more convincing. Because remember, a confused mind never buys. And if you look just like everybody else, they're not going to pick you. We want to separate how you look. Okay.